Hi guys, welcome to this week's What Aff. Um, I hope you've had a mad... This week has been incredibly sinister and weird. Not at my house, out in the no world. Shortage, no shortage of What Aff this week, Rich. Oh, Where Jesus do we start? Christ. Where do we start? I think we start... Actually, we start with uh, um, unloading the dishwasher. Or loading Unload it. the dishwasher. If you want to head over to supremecbd.uk, use the code WTAF, you get 40% off everything. Bosh. And Gareth um, is going to start today with a story about him being in Thailand and it's not even anything to do with um, Bangkok chick boys or anything like that and he wasn't in Thailand so I'm seeing him looking at me now going you've already got that wrong um, but yes I'll let, that was an incredible introduction to your story. Yeah well I went um, yeah me and my missus went to a we had a night out together we went to a spa actually in the day for my wife's birthday and her, her mum came up and had the girls and I got pampered and I'll tell you what I did enjoy it I did enjoy it. What do you it. mean you got pampered? Well, is a, a we're not talking retreat. Epstein pampered, are we? No, not quite that pampered. But you know, there were different spas and different saunas, and I had a face treatment. I was the only guy in there, obviously. Um, there was like jacuzzis, and um, it was just it was just beautiful kind of vibe. Hella expensive, um, <laughs> and it was so funny because you could look around and you could see people that were there on a Hindu or there on someone's birthday, and then there were there. You could see the ones that were there because yeah, I come every week. Like <laughs> yeah, you, could, yeah. you could just tell who's got money and who's been saving up, yeah. right? But it was lovely. And then that evening we went to Chesterfield, um, just uh, just north north of me, a few miles north of me, and um, we had a night in a hotel and it was lovely. But we went to this Thai restaurant, which was amazing. But I felt ill. Um, I spoke to you off camera about that, didn't I? Where basically I've got this infection in my hand and I've had to get Dr. Cartland to give me some medication, which has then made me feel ill. So it's all like this. Vicious circle. Wheel of constantly feeling like I'm hungover, but without the joy of ever having had a few beers. Um, but anyway, so we go into this Thai restaurant, and um, and the lady's like, right, you can go, you can sit in that area, you can sit in that area. So Gemma goes, oh, that area looks nice, points a bit, freaking sitting on the floor, aren't they? And I'm thinking, oh, you're having a laugh with my back, my age. Like, They're sitting oh, on the floor. What do you? Yeah, mean? you know how you know in on the Orient a lot of times you know people sit on the floor in 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 the Far East and have you know and eat and have tea and whatever on the floor rather than on a chair. So that bit they're all on chairs. That bit they're sat on the floor, and I'm thinking this is going to kill my back. Like I'm in big trouble here. And then the nearer I get to it, there's holes under the table. So you actually you mean? you're sat on the floor, but your legs drop down a hole underneath the table. They were great. They were amazing. I loved it. What I, was it? it? That sounds like a kind of like a Greek toilet yeah it's uh, what happens is at some point if you've annoyed the owner he just the floor disappears and there's just like a shitload of like alligators and stuff down there yeah good but, but it was great the food was lovely although i did leave a bit of it because which isn't like me but i did feel really ill because of this I had a little bit of blood poison going around here um just a little bit but what was funny is i've got to that age now rich right and i know what it is about it's because i'm in front of a screen all day every day basically working yeah um my eyes are not right, so I've bought these like proper like blue light glasses and stuff. They arrive tomorrow, but my eyes are getting worse, right? So I got given the bill, right, and I went like, oh god, and I've had to do that to read the bill, right? I'm at that age now, so I've read the bill, so it's fine, right? And so the guy's there, and um, he's got his card machine in his hand, obviously, and he's like, um, uh, there you go, mate, and he's an old boy as well. He's the owner, turns it around to me, and I looked at it. Nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine pence he's put on the card machine, right? So I looked. That ain't like, gonna go. I don't think it's gonna go. Just try it. It probably won't go through. But he's seen me struggle to see the receipt, and he thinks it's funny, right? But I love. Oh, is he messing my, around? Is he? He's messing about. Right. I love banter like that. 
I was like, I like you, I'm coming back here. Because I... That's what banter's all about for me. Because I don't know him from Adam, but he's thought, he's blind, I'll take the piss out of him. <laughs> he clearly, yeah, he's clearly been struggling over there with his food. Got food, food poisoning, because we can tell a mile off. Um, blood poisoning. Yeah. I'll piss him. Oh, let's have a laugh with this one. I love stuff like that, though. It did make <laughs> me laugh. And I'll tell you another story, quickly, and then obviously we get on with what else, because we've got a lot. You're all right. We went to this pub. Jen was like, I fancy some karaoke. I went, go for it. So I went into this pub, they were doing karaoke, but it was proper spitting sawdust, right? It was ropey. Um, but I love that. Sticky it's, carpets. It's fun. Oh, big time, mate. And walls and seats and a lot. And um, so I'm watching the karaoke. Me and Gemma are sort of like, she doesn't bother getting up in the end. We're just watching it. The compare is basically Sam Smith, right? He is, he is literally the most flamboyant. He's got the same build as well. The girl, there's three girls next to us. Two of them are half cut, but dealing with it, just chatting. The other one's gone. Like she is gone, but she's not gone in like being gobby or aggressive or whatever. She's that. <laughs> so yeah. she's trying to process everything, right? So then Sam Smith's like Sarah, Sarah, he's on the mic. Like, yeah. Quite a big pub. Sarah, I'm looking. I'm thinking, oh, that's Sarah. Oh, Sarah ain't coming up, mate. Right. So then he comes over and he goes, Sarah, it's Barbie girl, you cunt. <laughs> Right? Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. Because what was made me laugh as well? The service just gone. <laughs> she don't care. She don't care. She's Barbie been... girl. By the... By it's the... like every week it works. So she's obviously a regular there. Obviously, and she does yeah. this a lot. But it made me laugh. And then, right, obviously who's singing Barbie girl? So he's like, he'll do the man bit. The Sam Smith guy is like, all right, anyone else? So then this guy gets up, the generic scaffolder right he's covered in tats he's got a baseball cap on even though you're not supposed to wear one because of cctv in case you you know knife someone but he gets up grabs a mic hi ken he sings the whole song like that and i was like good sport mate this, like, i love, i didn't just go like how poisoned is my blood <laughs> it was like i'm i'm trapped in an episode of benadorm here but it's cold. It's Chesterfield. <laughs> and you look yeah, round to the left and Gemma's got clown makeup on. She's just staring at you. I'll, tell you what, I'll go Gemma, with it. Gemma's face was that. <laughs> just trying to take it in. And then I said to her, I said, Gemma, like when I used to tour in bands, we played some real good venues, like some great venues, big, you know, like Liverpool Cavern and places like that. Amazing. This was the kind of place we played 90% of our shows. She was like, seriously? I was like, yeah, these, these were the kind of people we Yeah, there was a Sarah everywhere. There's a Sarah everywhere. Play Bon Jovi. <laughs> you don't have to play Bon Jovi. Yeah. She's passed out now. Play something different. Yeah. Oh, that was great. And, that was probably one of my right. favourite stories. Just the Sarah, you cunt, it's Barbie girl. <laughs> Barbie girl, you cunt. <laughs> oh, amazing. I would have been crying. Oh, as I am now. The use of that word as well. Like oh. Some people will no doubt get offended by that, but there's a place for that word every now and then. And, and it's on the end certainly... of Barbie Girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the end of Barbie Girl, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're well, talking to Sam Smith. This is a bit more serious, um, but let's just let's link it into that one. Did you see the... T- I didn't spot this. Someone sent this. Um, Snyder Syndicate. I'm assuming that's not his Christian name. Um... He sent a picture of Sam Smith. You know what you had last week, and he was just doing that with his um. What did he? Do? Teletubby things. Teletubby on things on. I didn't re- realize that his T-shirt 
It's, Epstein, was, it's saying, Epstein's yeah. temple. I didn't have a clue, but even more disturbing was there's a blonde-haired boy, white boy, on a T-shirt with the same T-shirt in, biting into an apple. Now, to me, obviously, that's the uh, the forbidden Garden fruit, Garden of Eden, truth and knowledge. I'm wondering if it was a cry for help. Like, it, that's very symbolic. I mean, it does look like Sam, my Sam, not that Sam, pointed out that it looks like a tomato. I was like, well, that's... That doesn't fit in fit in my conspiracy. That, so we'll just give it that. It's Sam Smith. <laughs> it's not a tomato. He, he looks like a tomato. He does. And he but catches it... the sun. <laughs> Maybe she, he's biting into a, a Sammy Smith's, which is like Granny Smith's. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah, well done, mate. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, is yeah. he the next Britney Spears, then? Is that what we're saying? Are we going to find Sam Smith shaving his head in a petrol station forecourt? I hope so. Fucking yeah, I hope out, so. Or his well. ass. Yeah. So it just it made me it, like the symbology there of the blue stripes, boy in the white striped pajamas, and all of that lot, that connotations to it. I'm wondering if it was a cry for help. Let's give him a bit of you know we've 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 bashed Sam Smith on this, been called out for it. Maybe maybe he's going help me. You know what would your your take be? I, I don't know. I don't know Sam Smith well enough. Um, you know, part of me thinks... he ain't texted you in ages, is he? He hasn't. No, he's not texted me since he used to go and watch Fulham when he was a bloke. I'm just a man. Well, that's changed. Um, he, uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of looked at it as a humiliation ritual for a while, but it's kind of, you know, it's lasted a while, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost like a permanent ritual. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with him. I'd like to kind of sit down maybe and have a chat with him. What are you doing, Samson? What are you doing, Samson? Um, um, it's Barbie Girl, you can. <laughs> you go. God, he'd murder Barbie Girl, wouldn't he? God. I'm, I'm a Barbie then. <laughs> Vemi tubbies. Um, yeah, so that was my first WhatsApp. I just saw it. And obviously when you start to do this work, you start to see the patterns of the recognition everywhere. But that was, I'd missed that one. And that was like quite clear to... Yeah, very strange. Very strange. The boy biting the apple as well. Blonde haired, Aryan, young boy, like I was one day, biting into an apple. Just uh, it, it's symbology everywhere. It'd be you biting into a sausage roll, wouldn't it? <laughs> and then twenty minutes later, throwing it up because it's got stuck in my in my gullet. In my, in my esophagus. <laughs> Is that like we're, we're like from ancient Egypt? No, it's not. That's, it's not. No, it's not the same thing. No. It's absolutely not the same. Maybe I'll be I'll throw up in my esophagus one day, and then you'll find me um, thousands of years later, um, like a Mexican alien, and no one will care. Shrivelled <laughs> up. Um, that's not an alien, that's a Willet. The the biggest story at the minute is Russell Brand, isn't it? And I've got to say, like, I'm not going to talk about it too much because I don't know if he's guilty or not. I don't no, have a fucking clue. And no one does. And it's so strange to see both sides pinning their colours to the mast when you don't know. No, you, you don't. don't know what he's like. Just because, you know, he might have said some things that you agree with in the middle of his sort of intelligentsia word salads that he fires out there. But he's not said anything out there that hasn't already been said by lots of people that are far more marginalised, far more censored, far more attacked and a lot less wealthy than mm. he is. You know, so I don't, I, I also don't agree with having leaders of movements, like figureheads of movement. The truth movement needs a leader. No, it fucking doesn't. The truth is the truth. It doesn't need a leader. No. Leaders can get taken down. And he's which, defending. Which, which he is. He is getting taken down. Yeah. Whether, whether he's guilty of it and being taken down because he's guilty or whether he's being taken down to you know, destroy the movement and destroy him. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. You know, I, I, 
I look at it in a way that I find I don't. I'm not a huge fan of him. I'll be honest with you. I don't trust him. I think he he reinvents himself left, right, and centre to fit whatever is gonna whatever hole there is in the market that he can find his his get his, his claws into. Um, and I think he kind of goes around the, the houses and up to the moon and back to the to Venus and then down to the council estate again. In everything he says, he's all over the fucking place. He just chucks some long words in there so people go, oh, it's probably intelligent then because he said a long word then. Um, when if you actually get to the bottom of it, go, well, what did he say then? Uh, well, yeah. it's a bit like that at times, isn't it? But at the same time, I did wonder how he survived Me Too. And I guess he survived Me Too because he was a lefty, lovey Hollywood darling at that point, and he isn't anymore. So he's, you know, ripe for picking. But then at the same time, you know, when it comes to rape allegations, two words, Julian Assange, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he never raped anyone, but and and they, and they they conveniently leave that out of the Assange conversation now. When that was that was the reason for extradition in the first place, wasn't yeah. it? Back back in Sweden, um, and it was all absolute nonsense. So I don't know the answer, but to see people on both sides, yeah, he's guilty. Why is he guilty? Because uh, I disagree with him politically. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and then the other side saying he's innocent. Well, why is he innocent? How do you know he's innocent? Because he called out the vaccine. Well, exactly. Yeah. It, we don't know, and only he'll, he and the, the person involved will know the actual exactly. truth of it. The um, when, Watching it, it's clearly a hit piece, regardless of whether you believe them or not. There were certain things I watched of it, and it's a very hard watch. I mean, that sort of thing I don't believe, personally, should be on the TV. Uh, that's not how things should be done. It was, uh, as from a filmmaker's point of view, he's been doing this for a fair, fair few, longer than they have, um, the filmmakers themselves. Um it was clearly contrived, knowing also the fact that they contacted women who gave him a glowing review. Not that, that you can include... The point was, I think it's Neil... Who's that Pratt who thinks he's a... Neil something. Andrew Neil. Andrew O'Neill? Andrew Neil? Andrew Neil, yeah. Um, I said to him, I was like... But they contacted women who gave him a glowing review. Now, when you're doing an investigation, the whole point is if you're doing an honest investigation, you present all the information and let the audience decide. You don't pick and choose. And he was like, well, that's bizarre because why would you put in there people he didn't abuse? Because you've done the investigation into that. And then you present you present what you find and then you let the audience decide a balanced view of what you find. If they hadn't contacted these women, that's completely different. But they had. And yeah, they, they chose did, yeah. to leave it out. Now, that to me is suspicious. Regardless if he's, he's guilty or not, there's a lot of holes in that. And that's not a very well made piece of content now when you look at it if these women are telling the truth that's doing them a disjustice by putting them on tv in such a way that can be picked apart by most people um who know how these things are put together so i mean who knows again i don't know if he's guilty or not but it the piece in itself i'd completely think it's a poor level and a um actually the disgusting side of of journalism well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a police matter. Yeah, it's, it's a, a sexual matter. assault allegation by five different women. That's a police matter. And so what needs to happen in that documentary is the documentary needs to be put on pause. That's what happens. You start to do a hit piece. Say you do a hit piece because you want to destroy Brand for whatever reason. Or you have suspicions about Brand because you've heard various things in, 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 you know, in BBC staff rooms over the years. So then you go, okay, let's start this investigation. You contact people. You've got five people that say he, he raped them or sexually abused them. Okay, Contact the police, yeah, and you pause the documentary, and then you can take the documentary back up again, 
during the trial it goes and, out the verdict, and it goes out at the end of the yeah. of the verdict when, exactly. when you've got to the bottom of it because you go there's five women one of them i think is has has been named four are anonymous okay so there's four anonymous people imagine that imagine someone saying right i'm going to make a documentary it's going to be front page news all over the world it's going to go out at 9 p.m it's going to be like literally everywhere and there's four people on it that are accusing you of raping them well who are they doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's what do you mean, not journal, it's not journalism. That that is not it's journalism. It's, it's, that it's is, very odd. It's yeah. very odd. And, um, and, and then sides. you look into the the funding of these people. ITN get their funding from the Daily Mail and Reuters, so that says a lot. Um, they provide the news for Channel Four. One of their other funders is Infor Informer, and or Informo Informer, I think it is, and they have um their funding. Well, you follow it back comes from BlackRock and Vanguard through BlackRock and Vanguard, who Brown was calling out a lot um, recently. So, you know, these things need to be taken into consideration when you're doing a documentary. Yeah, that, that's it's, it's, that's it's, what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's so guilty or not. Different ways, though, Rich, of looking at it. Like I've seen the the two ways, which are like he's a bastard, he's guilty, he's innocent, he's just being. Uh, destroyed because of what you're saying. They're the two that seem they're, to be they're the, the polar opposite. Yeah, and you go right. Well, let's, can we have some nuance somewhere in here? Yeah. There's also another one, which is, you know, if you're trying to infiltrate a movement, this gives you quite a lot of legitimacy. Same with Trump. See, he's been attacked by the deep state, mm -hmm. so people don't realise that he's absolutely up to his neck in it. Um, and the other one is, what if, you know, he was a lefty darling, he was a Hollywood darling, he was up to no good. Me too. Kept the fucking mouth shut because they were destroying right-leaning people overwhelmingly at that point. Me Too keeps his mouth shut, safe in the knowledge as he's moving more into this alternative realm, just yet getting his feet under the door. Should we out him? Not yet. Just wait. Just wait. And then when he becomes a darling of the truth movement, a darling of, of, of the freedom movement, and go. And is it any... Yep. And, in, and to add to that, um, is it any kind of coincidence? I don't believe in many coincidences. I'm not coincidence theorist. That this uh, free speech thing has just gone through. The online the same arms time. bill. Yeah. Online arms bill. Now you have to take all these things in context. That's why knowing the context of this big, then it is a, a an agenda. Whether they're part of it, you only know so much, wouldn't it? But there you go. There's a nuanced um, discussion about it for you there. Don't know if he did it or not. And don't neither know. does anyone else apart from him and... Uh, the involved. alleged uh, victim of stroke accuser. Exactly. So yeah. let's just leave it. Your go. Is it my go? Um, let's have a look. Um, Ardern in the free speech. Did you see what she, she was waffling on about there? Oh. So we, again, this, this is all coming together. When you start to see this all coming together at the same time, this, this put out, brands come out, obviously being a conspiracy theorist, which means basically I don't agree with your journalism, so I'm going to call you a conspiracy theorist. That's basically what it yeah. is. You swap the terms out. Conspiracy theorist is a journalist I don't agree with. It's yeah, it really as it, it, simple as that. It's, it's trying to frame, move the framing from conspiracy theorist being tinfoil hat, lunatics, laugh at him point, to becoming dangerous. Yeah. To becoming rapists, to becoming um, domestic terrorists. Exactly. That's what it's all and about. And it's, it's absolutely ludicrous. And they have got a brand one about that, which I will come back to. But this is the um, word salad from the um, the uh, the horse in New Zealand. Um, she's just waffling on about free speech. To also be important in understanding more about mis and disinformation online, a challenge that we must, as leaders, address. Sadly, I think it's easy to dismiss this problem as one in the margins. I can certainly understand the desire to leave it to someone else. 
As leaders, we're rightly concerned that even the most light-touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly. But while I cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge, I can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it. To do so poses an equal threat to the norms we all value. After all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal but noble? How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? You've got people in the comments waffling on about, uh, they get, oh, we shouldn't, people shouldn't be able to say what they want to, to, to each other and call each other names. That's called um, malicious communication. That's a crime. That's not disinformation. That's not misinformation. That's completely different. There's laws for that. There's laws you can't send people threatening messages and things like that. That's a police matter. You're not talking about that. They're talking about an opposite opinion. Yeah. And that's the, the lines they're trying to blur all the time. And it's also not even about, you know, with this online harms bill, online safety bill, sorry, it is now they renamed it, didn't they? It's not even necessarily about stuff that you're saying on social media. They're getting rid of encrypted messages. So it's not even the fact that I can call someone a knobhead or say this is what I think about so-and-so to their face where they can sue me or whatever. But I can't even then message you. Do you know what I mean? What do you think about this? Bye-bye. Well, I think such and such and such. Oh, no, 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 no. Stars here on the phone. Yeah. Can't say that. Can't think that. Well, and this yeah, is the thing. You will, have, you will have people say, well, if you're not saying anything illegal, you've got nothing to worry about. Saying anything illegal. You can't saying. say things illegal. You've got to say what you fucking want. Yeah. That's the point. Words don't hurt. Words don't, words don't, words aren't bullets. No. And that's where the line's got to be crossed. And like your dad says, you can't, you can either have free speech or you can't. It's, you can't be a little bit pregnant. Yeah, that's the, that's the point. And that's it's, what they're trying to be. But the joke is the people that are cheering it on, um, overwhelmingly at the moment, are, are the kind of radical leftists. And that's because they're free to say what they like, because what they are saying is it aligns with what the state wants. What they don't realise is that eventually, because the state moves the goalposts left, right and centre, yeah. they'll come for them eventually. Of course they will. And they're so fucking naive. Well, they, they don't even realise their, their thoughts aren't their own, um, as someone said, once said. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, so there we are with that one. That's been put through. I mean, I don't... It's going to affect so many people. I, I, I think they're getting so desperate now. This oh, it's is, not, everything yeah. is is being thrown at the wall, switching it up, as you say, the Fear Porn magazine, flipping the pages, rewriting the articles. And it's it's they're so desperate, mate. It, people aren't going to stand for it because it's impossible to live a life the way they're putting it. Yeah, it's, they're not, doing. it's not coming from a position of strength. Sorry, I've just got to open this window. Carry on. A position of strength would be, OK, your argument is absolute bollocks, so I'm going to destroy you in a debate. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's the position of strength. That's, you know, that's going into a boxing ring and, you know, knowing that, you know, you, you can you can hold your own against this other boxer and you can win the match. If, if, if you're only stepping into the ring with the opponent, if his hands are tied behind his back, that's not coming from a position of strength. That's coming because you fear him. Yeah. You fear that if his hands weren't tied, he'd knock you the fuck out. And that's why you see this erratic behaviour, because they're absolutely desperate and they've played their big card, which was the Rona. Didn't stick. Most, it just didn't stick. What else no. have they got? So I mean, well, I they, think there's got, a lot. They've got a good. They've got a good new loader though. Do you see what I tagged you? Was it? Go on. Neanderthal loader, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Go on. You do that one. 
if you've got Neanderthal genes, fucking, I don't know, boot cut, um, you're more likely to get severely ill from the Rona. And that's been, that's been confirmed by Italian scientists. Fucking God knows what How would you find about. out if you've got Neanderthal genes? Exactly. Have you seen his eyebrows? That's true, yeah. Does his eyebrows join? Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's true. How big so, is his forehead? So that made me laugh. And I saw that and I thought, honestly, my first thought was, that's because only Neanderthals are testing. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, it is, yeah. That's the only reason. That's it. They've got more of a forehead to stab it into. That's true. Have you it? seen that um, the real dumb fucks are getting more severe COVID? <laughs> I can believe that, yeah. Can we change uh, dumb fucks for Neanderthals? Yeah, we'll put that in the headlines. But how do you spell it? Ask Google. Um, yeah, it's a tough one now, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I, I did see that. Yeah, sorry, you, you, you did. Um, well, around here in Norfolk, we've got... I mean, if you basically come to Norfolk, most of it is still in the 6th century. So we've probably got a few still around. I know, definitely know we've got a few still around here. Um, so, and they're always sneezing. So maybe there's something to it. If I came around your neck of the woods and I just jumped on a random stranger and started sort of biting them and devouring them mm. and say I was, you know, hauled away by a police officer, could I claim that I'm allowed to do that because the place is called Norfolk? You could probably get away with that round here. They're round here. They probably would go, all right, that makes sense. We better change that. Yeah. Yeah. You've 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 spelt Nor wrong though. It's it's N A W is the one you're reading. You're reading yeah. it wrong. It's it's N O R. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's why people keep noshing off other people um in the uh, in the uh, that uh in the South Pole. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you just that that's it. Or it's even worse in the North Pole. Well, they're just gnawing at it again. It's a similar thing to Norfolk, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's all in the wording. Um, there is a name for that, and I should know it, because I've just spent the last two days editing a podcast that we haven't covered. Um, uh, not podcast, an interview about who it. Did you, who, what was unclassified this week? <laughs> totally, totally forgot. Um, this week um, will be, yeah, that would have been, it's going out tonight as we record this, The Holographic Culture of Pierce Back, and that is about the epitomology, I believe I spelled, I've said that right, um of the wording the coding of this story about these watchers to earth and you can see it's basically when you change you see the, the the similes between the words and what they mean in different cultures and different backgrounds this story's everywhere so it's about the coding of that within there and and showing the hierarchy the tripartite illuminati so you have the you sound like russell brand at the minute <laughs> um you the, have what, the tripartite tripartite means three I've got a big in the try, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tripartite means three. I only learned it through Pierre. But, um, I mean, so you've got the non-human watchers. You've got the the human, us, obviously, but although there's some mixing going on there. And then you've got the hybrids, which is your rules and your bloodlines and all of these lot that... And he talks about how, how shape-shifting works. And it's just really interesting. So what about on... Um, you're doing it... You're recording today... Garifold I am. We've got, we've got a fella called Igor who's coming on from Finland, whose mum was killed by the same Medazalam really? stuff. That, that that you know. So it's interesting that it's not just the UK and um, the US that it's actually been going on all over the place. So he's going to come on um, and talk about that. We've got my dad's coming on actually last minute just because that online harms bill went through. So obviously he's a perfect person to talk to about that because he's been campaigning against it for God knows how long. Yeah. Um, 
And then um, we've got Leah Dundas, who is a, a human rights attorney and an author um, out in, in the US. She's coming on. Um, so that would be interesting to talk about, you know, human rights violations during the era of the Rona, um, which is always good, I think, to kind of people go, oh, God, who's talking about Rona? But because it's coming back quite clearly to prepare yourself with the knowledge of the human rights violations so that they can't do them again because you can actually call them out. Because a yeah. lot of violations were, 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 were done to people. They didn't even know it was happening. No. The amount of times I saw people wearing a mask and I'm like, why? But I know you know it's bollocks. And they're like, yeah, but you got it, haven't you? No, you haven't? No. What? What do you mean I haven't got it? Of course okay. you haven't got it. Not how it works, mate. That's that's it, though. Of course you haven't got it. That's like Jacinda Ardern. We are we leaders? No. I'll decide who I follow. Not you. you fucking idiot. Yeah. It's not how it the, works. Yeah, the only we leaders I want are in Scotland. <laughs> and we had one of them, Jimmy Cranky. She, um, she was a wee leader. She was a wee leader. Um, the, talking about that, the um, spraying of chemicals, it was uh, coming back. It was What was the disease called? It was called... Gonorrhea. No, West Isles virus. Did you see that? So New York, there's a post of a video on there, and I'll put it in here, Aidan, um, of a guy basically filming out his, call, his his window of his flat in New York and they're telling everybody on a loudspeaker to stay indoors, don't go outside, stay indoors until the trucks have passed and they're spraying pesticides up and down the street at night with that blaring, it's really, really dystopian. Does anybody live in New York City and did you just have your house sprayed with pesticides? I was in my living room, my windows are open, these trucks come by, they're making these dystopian announcements, run inside, get inside. And he's filming it, and they're just playing pesticides all over the houses, um, and saying that it is to protect people from this West Isle Isle virus. It's utterly insane. Like, yeah. See, I, I spoke to a lady last week, and we were talking about Rona coming back, and she was saying that actually in New York they've been having drills about Ebola and Marburg and stuff, which it seems very strange. Why would you be having? Why would you be having drills about that? So. Well, I suppose it's, if you've got lots of people coming over from different countries, I suppose that you could bring it over on purpose. It's an interesting time to be alive, Richard. It really is. It's Alexander, will it? Gaggle of fuck. That's what I call it. Gaggle, absolute gaggle of fuck. That's a, that's a heavy metal album, isn't it? But like a pub band level heavy metal band. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. I Stoo do. Stooge Virus on stage performing their new album, Gaggle of Fuck. Yeah, I'll go watch that. You know, so probably got like a quite attractive emo girl singer at the front, um, and then she starts shouting, and you still think, I don't know if I still would. I think she's quite pretty. Um, I bet she's very very nice off stage. And I don't know I don't where I'm know. going with I this. Don't know. I don't know either. I've played with lots of metal bands. I think I told you the story of, of that band in London. Well, he's speaking like this. He's like, this is about my boss. Like, he's, he's a total wanker. This song's called Helgrind. <laughs> and he just changed his voice for the name of the song. The song was called Helgrind. And he was like, proper like, just jam in like, Helgrind. <laughs> just been taken over. Well, that, that was another thing about the brand thing, the black eyes thing. His eyes went black. That was interesting. That was interesting because it made me think of Dad and 
Ted Heath and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but Not explain that. that. No, Ted Heath and my explain. dad had a thing when dad was 16. <laughs> but dad said he met Ted Heath did he, at the BBC and his eyes went black and he'd literally never seen anything like it. It was like... That's know. been said a lot. Like, you've got the... Um, the Juliet Bryant was talking about the... The shape-shifting bit with um, Epstein. The title, Epstein the Dragon, the Apple and the Butterfly. There's um, obviously the butterfly comes back here as well to the blue butterfly. You were talking about you've got MK Ultra kind of connotations to the butterfly with with the um, monarch butterfly. So why did you choose that title? It's a, it's a lovely title. Because when I was taken to the island, I saw Epstein shift in front of my eyes. It was very, very frightening. And it's just something that I had to explain to myself because I saw him turn into something. And if someone else told me this, I wouldn't believe it. But unfortunately, it happened to me. So I had to look into it and try to find reasons for it to explain it. You know, it's not, not an easy thing to talk about because I can understand that a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't un understand it if they haven't seen it. No, you know, there's, there's, this there's goes back thousands on, of years. Yep. There's something going on here. And they certainly believe it, um, the people in these cults. Um, what's next then? That Teddy thing was bonkers, though, because his whole the whole reason that he didn't do it was no, 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 because these boys were saying that, that he got him in the car, doesn't drive, so it's a lie. Oh, really? There's a photo of Teddy driving a fucking car. <laughs> he, do, he doesn't drive. Do you know any photos of him driving a car? What are you all about? Oh, um, no, because I'm a size four shoe, and 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 he stood on my foot, and there's no way a size four would fit under his feet from where I was standing. Supposedly abusing. That's easy. Isn't it? That's like... easy. What size feet are you? Size nine. Right. Well, wear size twelve then when you when you're out abusing. Leave you as can't... many footprints as you like, mate. Ted Heath, you're prime minister. Yeah. Have you got a driving license? No. Is anyone gonna bother? No, I don't think so. I'm the prime minister. I don't think anyone's gonna give a shit. Yeah. As long as you can drive it round the corner, well, I can't knock a few kids down on the way. But who cares? <laughs> well, that's alright. Yeah. Can't talk if they've had a car in the face, can they? I'll give them to Savile. He don't like. He don't need them alive. Um, Peckham, have you seen that whole big giant race war thing kicking off? It's extraordinary, right? So what, what you see is the, you know, the, the white saviour influencer accounts where they, they basically just tweet out incendiary fucking shit for clicks and likes all the time. One of them is this woman called Charlotte Proudman, I think it is. She, she claims to be an attorney or whatever. She's a lawyer or something. Anyway, she just tweets constantly and it's always, um, Right. Yeah, From a white saviour point of view. So she put up this picture of this black lady with a, an Asian guy's hands around her throat. And it's quite a like, well, that's what's gone on there. And it's like, you know, this is this is, you know, not only basically do, do women of colour have to, you know, put up with X, Y and Z, oh, but, but also, thing, yeah. you know, attacked by a male. And not only that, but she was arrested afterwards. This is outrageous. Patriarchy, racist. Someone but the beauty, the beauty now on X is the community notes. So it just gets torn to shreds immediately. And so then people are posting the actual video. It's mad. So what happens is this lady comes into the shop. She's trying to return some hair extensions. He says, OK, you can return them, but we don't give cash. We'll give store credit. Yeah. She's not happy with that. So she walks out. As she walks out, she grabs a load of stuff to nick it. He tries to stop her. She attacks him with a metal basket. This is all on film. A metal shopping basket over his head and all sorts. I tell you what, he takes a few blows before he reacts. He takes more than most people would take. Yeah. Double figures, bosh, bosh. He's taking that fucking hell, all right. Even other customers that are that are all you know black customers, well, they're all trying to get her off him. Like, what's going on? 
And in the end, he bites and he grabs her around the throat, right? Now, he shouldn't grab her around the throat, but it's very hard not to react that's when someone's smashing you around the when head. When they're smashing yourself in well, the yeah, face. That's, that's defending one, yourself. That's stopping her doing hit, it. So I'm sorry. One hit, but, to, one hit to the temple and the yeah, fucking guy I'm can sorry. drop. That's, you know, well, we just saw that. The guy, uh, there was a guy um, in the US who's a 68-year-old man who's working in like a porn shop. Not that sort of porn. And um, a guy pulled out a gun on him, hit him in the head with it. I think it was a gun. And the guy is paralysed. So, yes, it does happen. And she was abu- She was physically attacking him. She was stopping her, clearly. You don't but, need but to, I mean, even Arthur would bloody understand that. But it's created a massive race war now. So, they've, you know, you've had people taken to the streets, boycotting, shutting down, smashing it. There was this... Um... That would be control. Oh, yeah, of course there were. Yeah, well, it's, let's have black people fighting Asians. Let's just keep having everyone fighting against each other. Um, and that's amazing for the powers that be, and that's amazing for this proud woman, proud man, woman, or whatever, who's who's now you know getting loads of clicks and and likes and follows and all that sort of bullshit. Doesn't Atten- mean anything. Atten- Doesn't mean anything when she's ninety eight years old, does it? No, but in the real world, this guy's lost his business. He's had to take his kids out of school. He's had to flee the area, uh, and he's just receiving death threats. Jesus. So then all these so-called community leaders are all coming out saying, you know, we need to get rid of them, referring to Asian people. That's not out. What? <laughs> sounds racist to me um and it's just created this whole just absolute powder keg of shite and you know i I look at those you know those those accounts on on twitter and it's just fucking outrageous but i get it in the sense that i look at her problem right so she was educated at oxford or cambridge one or the other one or the other so she's so she's so she's a solicitor she's a white solicitor who's wealthy very wealthy she was privately educated but she still wants to call out equality and she still wants all the attention of being a victim, right? But how are you going to do that? You yeah, can't yeah. do that because yeah. people will call you hypocrites. So what do you do? You call yourself an ally. That's what you do. So you align yourself with the Chicks with Dicks movement. You align yourself with all different races and then put out incendiary things on social media to poke and to create more division. What does incendiary you mean? You've got me on that one. Tripartite. Incendiary, like create a fire, like. Oh, okay, didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it winds me up. And what's annoying is stuff like the online arms bill. It won't do shit about people like her, and not. her ability to post out of context things. And someone commented, going, "Oh, you've not watched the whole video, then?" Of course, she's watched the whole video. Of course, she knows what she's doing. She screenshotted an out of context part for a reason. But also, if you look into her background, call me a conspiracy theorist, but. If you're going to these colleges and these universities, Oxford, you're, one, you're getting brainwashed. Um, there'll be some money behind that. There's a reason why she's got to where she is. Look at a picture. I mean, I'm sorry, but like, if you had, she's standing in a fucking like ornate library with a bulldog on a chair. Like it's that's not normal anyway. That's the sort of thing like my borderline ex would have done. Um, it's mental. That's not how people present themselves, especially if you're a lawyer or. You're supposed to be a human right, so you're meant to put across a, an image of you being trustworthy, not a look how powerful I am and, and I look almost like I'm a Rothschild's granddaughter. It, it's yeah. mad. She's it's... on my timeline all the time as well, and I don't follow her. I have no, no desire I don't either. To, but she shows up yeah. all the time. Same here, so there'll be reasons, reasons why that. You're, you're completely right. So I did see that, that they were out there saying we need to close down all... Did they say something about we need our own currency or something? They basically need to, to look after themselves and have their own ecosystem. It's like, yeah, it's called segregation. They, they did that once before. It didn't work out that great, really. 
And you know, but you can just see it happening. You can just see the the the, the stoking of hatred, and, and you know, you keep fighting against each other, you little plebs. Mm. You know, you just keep doing that. And there were some very very good rational black voices coming out, just saying, uh, "Excuse me, have you seen the video?" Yeah. She attacks the dude repeatedly. Yeah. Like, okay. And, and the thing is, the guy, the Asian fella, he apologized. Why? I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure I would. No, I would But he, but he Why came isn't out. Why she he, being arrested for? Well, he, he just said, look, you know, I shouldn't have put my hands on, on a throat. I shouldn't have done that, you know, blah, blah, blah. But she needs to apologise too, which she right, does, but she hasn't. And, you know, I actually thought he was, you know, quite a well-balanced geezer. Well, that honest. is well-balanced, yeah. That's exactly what well-balanced means. She's seeing things from both points of view. That's exactly what well-balanced means. But, but in a mad, nuthouse world that we live in, well-balanced is the opposite now because we're in um, Wonderland, as we keep saying. You see, the thing is that imagine trying to rob a shop then attacking the shop owner repeatedly and still being the victim. I mean, that's it's unbelievable, isn't it? Unbelievable. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. This is the thing. And he got away with six, six lipsticks and some eyeliner. It becomes a, a racial thing. It doesn't need to. She's just a knobhead. It she's doesn't matter knobhead, what yeah. colour she is. I mean, if she was a white woman who went in there, tried to nick some stuff and then smashed the owner with a shopping basket, she'd be a dick. Like, yeah. this is what annoys me about this whole race thing. And and same with sexuality, and same with everything else, same with, with income bracket, whatever people use. So, oh, you know, all wealthy people are this. No, they're not. No, there's they're some not. really nice, wealthy people, and there's some real scumbags. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I know a housing estate not far from me, lots of impoverished people. Some of them are absolutely salt the earth lovely. Some of them are bastards. Because that's just how the human race is. Yeah. And, and people can't accept that. They have to have a group thing, don't they? Oh, no, he's that... Same with Russell Brand. He's innocent because he's part of my group. Yeah. You don't know that. No. It's, it's the boxing people in. They don't like change. These are... These are um, these occultists, anyway, the ones that really understand, they're terrified of change. They can't predict it. And that's why they want algorithms and fucking AI and they want to be able to predict exactly what you're going to be. That's why you'll end up being a trans-human, human plus, because that just means predictable, controllable. Mate, and people you can't... are so predictable yeah. as well. <laughs> I know they are. It's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, it is embarrassing. Um, what other ones have I got? I've got this one. Um, Stonehenge was built when Britain was a black country. New children's book claims. This is this is clearly a concerted effort because Horrible Histories put out that episode, didn't they, which was saying the same thing. Yeah, of course it is. And I wonder if the people who are twigging, because you'll get into the media, you'll start doing these shows, you're a TV presenter, you're a kids presenter, and then you start to see the agendas pushed into the work that you're doing. And at what point do you go, that's bollocks, I'm not being involved with this anymore. And that's there, there's the cut-off line. It's an individual cut-off line. Like I went to the mainstream media and I was like, nice people in here, the whole agenda is horseshit. And everybody yeah. knows it here, but no one, no wonder you're all drinking your tits off at dinner time. Well, that's be. the, the that's but, the joke though with that horrible history, because the guy that made it, the guy that the BBC was interviewed about it, and he said that it's okay. This is a BBC guy. Where's Mariana, Mariana the Spring? Um, yeah. It's okay to lie a little bit when it comes to elevating Black history. You're like, <laughs> it's okay to lie a little bit. Why is it? Why would you lie? Like. <laughs> And, and do you know what the biggest lie as well? And this is what they all fall back on. So when, when people were sort of pointing out this whole nonsense, people were then pointing out Cheddar Man because Cheddar Man was a black guy with, with blue blue eyes. So it just goes to show we're all descended from... No, no. There's, there's literally no evidence that that yeah, was the isn't. colour of his skin at all. And there was an article I saw today going way back from the new scientist of people that worked on it going, there's no evidence. We didn't know the colour. This, this was something that was created essentially by the mainstream media to sell a narrative. 
It's nonsense. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, it's, is, like, yeah. it's like me and you going over to bloody Uganda or Nigeria and going, oh, you do realise we were always here and we basically built all your infrastructure. You see those ancient monuments, those like shamanic temples But what about we? I mean, that I hate me. all that. We. Yeah, exactly, me. But you were born <laughs> 2,000 years later. Yeah, but if you trace it right, right back, my granddad did it and there's a little bit of my granddad in me. Not in that way. That yeah, some, of the, some of the cells, some of the skin like, cells from my elbow yeah. were there. So, exactly. But this is, again, what you've just said about the whole attack there in, in Peckham. Um, this is about divide and conquer and divide and rule, and it shows how desperate they are. This is really, like, ramping up now. Everything's getting thrown at the wall, and it's a good sign, in a way. It's a really good sign because they're desperate, and we, we know they're desperate, and they're not controlling the narrative. They're not... No. Contro not they might tell you on the internet, their internet, their broadcasting network, which is the internet that they are, but when you go and speak to people out in the street, they're not. People are not. No. The truth isn't online. The truth is out there speaking to people face to face. Remember that. That's incredibly important. And um, I, uh, you can get my book on Amazon. No, I'm joking. The thing is, they're saying the quiet part out loud a lot more now as well, you know, with, with Sadiq Khan's office, you know, putting out the fact that, it, you know, white people don't represent London and things like that. You know, they're just saying the quiet bit out loud. Desperate. Yeah, desperate, yeah. Absolutely desperate. The ULES things, it's all getting torn down. They're absolutely desperate. And then these underlings like Khan and um, Prime Ministers and Ardern and that, they're terrified because they've sold their soul and they're not delivering. They're not delivering on the bargain that they made. They, they needed to deliver us and they're not doing it. Us, all so of us. So it's basically like the, the Hunger Games, the designer getting told to basically go in and blow his own face off yeah basically yeah yeah you, you failed you failed you've not delivered and that's why you're getting people thrown on the bus and it's going to happen rapidly rapidly and and then you're working your way up and you're getting rid of these middle middle guys that were always cannon fodder and they're desperate um but they've sold their soul they, they did this that's why they were allowed to live the lives they lived it's, it's time time's up i'm afraid go on what's the next one it's your turn mate oh um Let's have a look. I've got another one here. I've written it down. Oh, the, the brand one. Let's go back to brand just quickly. This one did make me laugh, like how desperate the insider is. And when you trace back insiders um, who purchased insider, the group, like I think it's called Axel or something, and then another group purchased Axel, um, called KRR or KNN, and then you look at their shareholders and they're BlackRock and Vanguard, so you can just follow it all the way through. So the insider, business insider, Put out Kundalini Yoga, brainwashing, rape, oh, yeah. and abuse. Did you see it? Brad, they're did, trying yeah. to make sure that he's basically pushing a cult of Kundalini Yoga. This isn't journalism. It's not even close. This funny. It's it is satire, but in a world where satire no longer exists. But then again, it, it, it's that other way of of linking things like yoga, which are about wellness. And, and self-responsibility and, and looking after your vessel and, you know, link that to rape then. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't laugh, but it's just right, so man. fucking ridiculous. O organic it? food has been linked to child abuse. Yeah. Give it time, mate. Living on a farm and feeding yourself means you will probably commit genocide within the, your early 20s. Well, this was the thing, like, Rachel Elno, like, she's come on the show, she's spoken to you before, isn't she? She was on yeah. Dragon's Den. She she um, has got a few quid, obviously, hence why she was on Dragon's Den. She's got a big house up in uh, the north of Derbyshire. And so when the whole kind of food 
shit was happening, you know, like food prices or whatever, she basically put aside like 200 acres or whatever it was to grow food to make this self-sustainable thing, you know. And the Derbyshire Telegraph like described it as, they said like Rachel Alno has denied that this is an end of the world cult. <laughs> just growing food, She's mate. She's on her own. She got an allotment. She's just growing food. If she was in Waitrose, you'd be well happy. <laughs> she's growing her own. Still, own. she's got an allotment. Like, amazing. My granddad had an allotment, and um, to be fair, he was in a cult, but like, that had nothing to do with it. I've got a couple of acres as well. I mean, I just sat down too fast. Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what made me laugh this week, right? And I shouldn't have laughed, but I did. So, in Michigan, right, it's this city in Michigan, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but um, there's like the group of LGB, the LGBTQ plus whatever community and their allies, right? They campaigned for immigration and, you know, refugees welcome and acceptance and X, Y, and Z. And then they campaigned to give these people a voice and to have them elected into positions of authority, right? So with that support, they elected an all Muslim council for this city in Michigan, right? right? And then, well, they banned the pride flag from all, public office buildings, aren't they? Right? And so all these LGBT lot and these um, allies have come out saying, we feel betrayed. We help, we help to put them there and they have banned the flag. Because it's against well, them. Well, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> did you not? What did you, what did you think was going to happen? Not everyone's Sadiq Khan, son. Not everyone's going to bow down to the mafia. Oh, wow. It's, I mean, just it's just so stupid. It's always going to eat itself. It's always going to eat itself. That's what we said. It will do. And the mainstream media are doing it to themselves as well. Like, they are an alternative liar as well. That'll, that'll happen. Because you're not oh, telling mate. the truth. So you have to keep lying and lying on top of lies. And then when you get something wrong, which we all do, you don't. they don't come out and go, oh, I've got that wrong, didn't I? They go. They double down. Oh, they quadruple down, yeah. yeah. And then and then put in a bill to stop you calling them out. <laughs> But talking of alternative light, see that Isabel Oaken shot, right? So you know the story we spoke about last week where you had the thousands of, which has gone up, it's like 10,000 now African migrants who've come on to this um, island in off the coast of Italy. Yeah. So now they outnumber the locals by 4,000. Extraordinary. All fighting age men, no women and children, obviously. Yeah. And so um, Isabel Oakenshot was tweeting saying, oh, if there's any truth in the fact that the Russian Wagner group are over in Africa organising it, then that's, you know, some kind of warfare against Europe. And you're like, uh, I don't think the Russians need to because this immigration has been happening for like 20 years. <laughs> Our government's been putting these people in hotels for like the last two and a half years. Yeah. Which, what do you mean it's Russia? It, that's insane. That's like blaming Putin for the murder of JFK. I don't think those dates add up. I think, I think JFK was already dead. Yeah, but there was. he can go back in a time machine and... That, and, and um... But I thought you said time like time travel doesn't exist. Well, no, it doesn't. It only exists for people. It does in Russia, though. It does in Russia. Oh, it doesn't. They've got time machine in Russia. I mean, you, sometimes you go it, there and it? you think it's fourteen eighteen, and then you go back a week later, and it's twenty twenty one. I don't know what's going on. You didn't These go in the museum, did you? <laughs> alternative voices, though. If there's any truth in it, because there's no fucking truth in it. What are you talking about? Gas, because there isn't any alternative voices. Unfortunately, there's about. I reckon that I can count on on about thirty people that really are actually alternatively out there. There's loads more that don't get seen. Obviously, loads more that probably thousands more that don't get seen. But like decent names out there, 
you're, you're not talking about many, really. And then you've got the whole alternative stuff that have jumped on the Musk wagon and all the alternative stuff that's jumped on the Trump wagon. Like, you know, it almost like it filters, it sieves itself out along the it's way. It's just, it's ridiculous, though, the idea that Russia would need to orchestrate something that you've been doing for decades. <laughs> I like the way they lump everyone in. It's Russia. What do you mean by Russia? It's Israel. What do you mean by Israel? You'd be a bit more specific. Yeah. yeah. Be a bit more specific the, than that. The state. The state. Yeah. What do you mean by the state? Yeah. I'm going to get you oh, towards fuck. Zionists. <laughs> we keep pushing we're going to get there. Yeah. We're going to keep going. Yeah. Go on, you're nearly there. Yeah. Nearly there. <laughs> it's like a game. Go on. The conspiracy on, on. nearly Yay! there. Yay! He said it. Absolute right, madness, right? Um, I think I've run out now. So yeah, I have. Um, NHS. Stonehenge, Sam Smith, um, Zelensky. No, we didn't do that one. But that's he's talking about climate change now. He's gone on to climate change. Oh, of course change. he is. Yeah. Um, well, he said um, what maybe last. He swapped, he swapped with Greta. They swapped roles now. Yeah. Like, put this and can, on. <laughs> it'll fit. Um, Zelensky, climate <laughs> change. Um, I'll just quickly say that maybe laugh. Just sort of a small in that he said islands and countries are disappearing underwater and other countries die as a result of natural disasters. And when islands and countries disappear underwater, and when tornadoes and deserts are spreading into, into new territories, and when all of this is happening, one unnatural disaster in Moscow decided to launch a big war and kill tens of thousands of people. We did make laugh. I was like, are you talking about Atlantis? Like, finally, someone's talking about Atlantis. I don't think that's what he means, but maybe we can kind of steer him in that direction. But, yeah. but that's the thing. That's why, that's why when he says that, the, 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 the interviewer just goes, no, they're not. <laughs> that's the end of it. Yeah. No, they're no. not. No, just let him Maldives run Maldives are still there. No people that went holiday there just a couple of months ago. Still there. Yeah, but Russia was once. Why don't you have dinner with the snorkel on? Yeah. Fucking idiots. You and Sean um, Penn with a couple of armbands on so you don't drown in your own soup. I've got a couple left. One, very quickly, uh, Kansas um, City High School homecoming queen is a bloke, obviously. Of course it is. Um, beat beat um, four women, um, four girls to the title because it's stunning and brave. Hit them. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, but it did make me laugh because then in response to it, someone was going, trans women are women, trans women are women, trans women are women, and Riley Gaines tweeted... Hot dogs are dogs. Hot dogs are dogs. Um, but the last one... It's all that, baby, look. So the NHS, right, you know, the cash-strapped, skint NHS that's underfunded by this horrendous Tory government, and we need to give more money for it, get your pots and pans out, start banging them at 8pm, um, are now set to spend millions of their apparently vanishing budget <laughs> on woke inclusion and equality officers. What does that Because that's mean? what you need. Yeah. That's what you need, isn't it? When your leg's falling off. What does it even mean? It's bollocks, is what it is. Or not bollocks. It's just bollocks. You know, oh. it's like, we're, we're, we don't have enough beds. We're just grabbing, a, grabbing you, an officer and sleep is, on them. Right, let's have a look at the list. Is there, so, Mrs. Um, Skiddleworth, is she trans? No, she's been a woman since about the 1920s. Okay, um, has, has she had a dick put on or off? No, none of that. Um, we're going to work down the list there. Quite frankly, we've got a, got a, got a um, trans leprechaun um dentist over there who identifies as a wolf but we need a bed so what i'm thinking is tip 
Skittleworth out. Get the wolf lady S- trans in. Skittleworth in the skip. Bosh. Off you go, love. The Skittleworth conspiracies. There you go. There's yeah. a book. Get rid of her. She said something bad about a corner shop owner in the 1940s, so fuck her off. Right? And we'll bring this one in here. This is weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I'll be honest with you. I don't give a shit. When, if, if I'm poorly, I, I, I don't care what you identify. Do you identify as a doctor? Well, this is the point. I, I that's had what the, I'm looking for. Had the thought, you know, when I, well, I was in hospital a lot as a kid. I mean, sometimes you'd have, like, clowns come around. One of them had a cigar in his mouth, and he, had, he, had jing, he kept saying jingle, jingle. But it, it had clowns coming around, and, like, you know, like, a, entertainment for the kids. But how the fuck would you know? Like, as a kid, you'd be like, the clowns are in the bed, and then there's clowns turning up to see them, to entertain them. Everything's clown. Like... Like, how would you know? So this sounds like the start of your autobiography where you confess you were abused in a hospital bed by a clown. No, but the twist is... It wasn't actually a clown, but they... was just a janitor dressed as a clown. They thought they were abusing me, but I was well up for it. I'm allowed to joke about it because it's me. So the, so the joke's on them? Yeah, the joke's on you. Joke's on you, mate. I'm not happy about that. Yep. And now you're really old and I've tracked you down. Um, I'm allowed to joke about it. I'm talking about myself in hospital as a child. Yeah. Am I allowed to joke about it? Because I, I, I mean, I was in hospital I, I as a child. Get, yeah, you can. Yeah, I had, I had a, um, a leopard cub in my bed. You didn't. You took. So I you, did. had, you, had, you were. What drugs were they giving you? No, I had leopard cubs. True story. Ask did, my mum. They bought right? them in. They bought them into a hospital to have round so kids. I, I, yeah. So I was in hospital on the Isle of Wight at St Mary's Hospital, having my um, Perthes disease sorted. I don't know what that hip means. Surgery. Uh, bone wasted disease and um this was just before my transition and um <laughs> so how and, tall were you before you bone wasted well i've uh, the, the height i'm meant to be is when i stand on my left leg if i stand on my right leg <laughs> i drop down a bit but yeah the, there was leopard cubs born at sandown zoo and they were born prematurely and so they didn't have teats small enough to be able to feed these uh, leopard cubs right so the hospital lent them, I guess gave them, because not got one them back, gave them these bowls from the, um, from the premature baby unit so that they could feed these leopard cubs. And then as a thank you, they brought in these leopard cubs into the children's ward and they were literally going in and around the bears. Because obviously at that age, they're just little cubs. They're dead cute. You know, they yeah, grow up yeah. to try and you know, bite your face off. But... At that young age, they were just clambering around the bed. So I was lying there in, in a hospital bed with leopards on me. Hermaphrodite leopards? I live in a different world to most people, Richard. That's just not normal. That really yeah. isn't normal. No, even I didn't have that. I just had the creepy janitor guy dressed as a clown. Russell Brand's never had a leopard in his bed. How do you know? How do we know these things? Yeah. That's true, yeah. That's okay, true. guys, so I hope you enjoyed that. Have you got any more before we go? No, 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 fuck them. <laughs> I actually have got one, actually. The flu jab um, is being able to be given in secondary school without parental consent. If you, uh, James Freeman tweeted this earlier. If you see the small print in it, it says, we advise you tell your parents, but if we deem you're competent, you can take the jab without actually having to inform your parents. That's utterly gross. Yet more state control. They just want rid of parents, don't they? I mean, we're getting closer and closer to the state farm hatcheries. You know, that, there was that story a few weeks ago where, where they were implanting wombs and shit. It's not long until they're sticking wombs in men. We're, we're, we're on the downslide. We're on the downslide. 
It's the fall of Rome. It's the fall of Rome. It's exactly the same thing. It just fell into absolute debauchery and chaos. The normalisation of insanity. And then regrouped in in city of London or Londonia. And yeah. that's why they're doing the same there. That's why it's all controlled from the city of London. Same people, yeah. same mentalists. Same mentalists. Same mentalists. Where can they get their CBD from, though? SupremeCBD.uk. Use the code WTAF. You get 40% off of everything. Absolutely everything. Guys, we'll see you in a week. And we've got over 200,000... 200? 200,200. I don't know how to say that any other way. Um, downloads now. So thank you for all your well, support. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. What Cu- is wrong with you? A <laughs> couple of guys talking fucking nonsense for three years, but thank you for all your support. Um, stay sane. The world's mad, but you don't have to be.